this month on the Living Ladies Podcast. Endometriosis Awareness. Good morning, doctor. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm great. How was your carnival? Oh, quiet. Very quiet, but fun. (laughs) Mine was also quiet. Oh, that's good. So you've given us the opportunity to discuss in the past two months, two very important topics that was cervical awareness. We also did sexually transmitted infections. That has been a ton of information, which the feedback has been great. And I know this month is endometriosis awareness month. So I definitely have some questions there. Okay, fire away. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. So let's jump straight into it. Like, what is endometriosis? Okay, so endometriosis is when the endometrium, which is also known as the lining of your womb that sheds every month with a period, is also found in abnormal places within the pelvis or tummy. So it's not only in the womb, but it's outside of the womb. This can be found in the muscle of your womb. It could be found on your ovaries. It could be found down low in your pelvis or tummy. And it can even be in your bowels, bladder, and in your lungs. Who gets endometriosis? Well, endometriosis is typically a condition of younger women or women who are menstruating or having periods. These are during the reproductive years. And these years are typically from the onset of the periods until the menopause. And it is estimated that about 176 million women across the world have endometriosis. This is one in 10 women during their reproductive years or 10%. What causes endometriosis? There are a few theories of endometriosis. One is something called retrograde menstruation, which is when instead of the blood from the period flowing downwards through the cervix and to the outside, it goes backwards. And when it goes backwards, it goes through your womb, through the tubes and into the tummy or into the pelvis. The second theory is it could go through your bloodstream. The third theory is it goes through your lymphatic system. And this is a system that where you find your white blood cells that fight off infection. And then the fourth theory is it could just form at any point in your body. Unfortunately, none of these theories have ever been entirely proven beside the retrograde menstruation, but they don't always fully explain the mechanisms associated with the development of the disease. Thus far, it still remains unknown. What are some of the signs and symptoms of endometriosis? As many women would know out there, it can cause heavy pain for periods, and pain starting one to two weeks before the actual onset of the period. It usually gets better during the period and after the period. It can also cause difficulty urinating and passing blood when you're urinating with the periods. It can also cause blood in the stools. And this is when you have the endometriosis in your bowel and your bladder. And some patients actually have a lot of pain on opening their bowels itself because There's irritation of the nerves, and this causes that rectal pressure. Very rare, it could go to your lungs, and some patients can actually cough up blood with their periods. How does someone know if they have endometriosis? It could be diagnosed clinically from somebody's history, but then also 
with that, you can do an examination of the tummy and the pelvis. Sometimes endometriosis can even be felt during the pelvic examination. And these are called endometriotic nodules. It can also be diagnosed from an ultrasound scan by seeing a typical cyst on your ovaries. This is actually called an endometrioma and it has a, a specific appearance. However, the gold standard for diagnosis of endometriosis is by doing what is called a laparoscopy or keyhole surgery using a camera to look inside the tummy and actually visualize the spots of endometriosis. Um, not everyone is willing to do a laparoscopy for various reasons. And this makes diagnosing endometriosis a challenge. And therefore, experienced gynecologists should be able to recognize the symptoms suggestive of the endometriosis um, through of taking the lady's history and during her examination. For this to be effective, it is important for the woman to be honest with her physician about all her symptoms and the patterns of her symptoms. What implications can endometriosis cause? Pain and heavy periods are concerning to young women is it can cause scarring of their tubes. Something called adhesions form within the tubes, the stickiness of the tubes. So instead of the tubes being open, they are partially collapsed and blocked. Therefore, it becomes difficult for women to get pregnant when they have endometriosis. And some are able to conceive naturally when the endometriosis affects both tubes. And when you do special testing, you see blockages in both sides. What is the treatment for endometriosis? There are treatments which can help to relieve symptoms and improve the quality of your life. However, some of these treatments have been shown to get rid of minor endometriosis and act by shrinking the lining of the womb, shrinking the uterus and the endometriotic lesions. So the contraceptive pill, and there are different ways of taking the pill to help with the endometriosis. Progestogens or progestins are also used to help cure endometriosis, and these are given in tablet forms and injection forms. And this basically helps to stop your periods, stop ovulation, and to help get rid of the endometriosis. Um, the Mirena coil is also a progesterone releasing device, and this one is inserted into the aligning of your womb. So it works very well because it acts locally on the lining of your womb. Two other good treatments would be uh, oral medication called Danazol, but it's rarely used because of its side effects. And a very good method of treating the endometriosis is something called GnRH analogs, and they are about three on the market. And the actual way for treating it, the way it works is it actually puts you into a menopause but it's temporary, so it helps to get rid of the endometriosis because endometriosis, if you want to say it feeds on estrogen, which is what we produce monthly with a period. So when you're in a menopause, you basically don't produce estrogen anymore and therefore you starve the areas of this estrogen and this helps to get rid of the endometriosis. Failing that, surgery may be necessary to get rid of endometriosis laparoscopic surgery is 
as I had mentioned, is one of the definitive ways to diagnose endometriosis, but it can also be used at the same time to treat the endometriosis. And different ways of doing this is cutting it away, burning it away, and in some countries we have laser to get rid of the endometriosis. I think we can all agree that pain is a predominant factor where endometriosis is involved. What are some recommendations for managing the pain experienced? Right. So pain is the major symptom of endometriosis. So you can start with using what is called a non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Used correctly, it's very effective. It's important to remember that unlike analgesics, non-steroidals or NSAIDs, as we call it, do not block existing pain. Instead, they block the production of prostaglandins, which produce the pain. Therefore, they must be taken before you feel any pain, and they must be taken every six hours, some of them the new generation, 12 hours, around the clock for them to work effectively. Diet also helps in reducing animal fats, caffeine, and alcohol, or by adding flax oil, fish oil, and olive oil to your diet can increase the production of good prostaglandins and therefore decrease the production of these bad prostaglandins. If you cannot take NSAIDs or you choose not to, then dietary changes are a good option. And then there are alternate treatments or therapies such as acupuncture. Research on the use of acupuncture for treated endometriosis is limited. However, 2017 review of existing studies suggests that acupuncture can help with endometriosis pain relief. There's also the TENS or transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation device. These devices emit a low-level electrical current and reduces pain and relaxes muscles. One small study found that TENS machines were highly effective in reducing pain, even well self-administered. Heat is also another option, so heating pads and warm baths relax tight muscles and reduce pain related to endometriosis and of course stress relief. Stress is linked to chronic inflammation and may also impact hormone levels. So therefore stress management techniques such as meditation, yoga, coloring, exercise can keep your stress in check and also help to reduce this pain. I don't know if people are aware in Trinidad, but we do have pain clinics available where these are specialists that help for you to manage your pain. And sometimes it's just being referred to one of these clinics to get a combination of different things to help with your pain. Yes, that's very important. And I think one thing we could add there is the support that is available to women experiencing endometriosis. Because I recently discovered that there's a Trinidad and Tobago Endometriosis Association. Yeah? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct, yes. And other things like people who are into the technology, there are online forums, like those Facebook groups who invite women who experience it or know someone who is experiencing it to share what they are going through. Pain is something that is subjective and I think we, we really need to have empathy for the woman who is going through endometriosis. Um, one thing to also mention is that endometriosis could be so bad that it takes over a woman's life. And remember, we think we're seeing two weeks out of four weeks where sometimes it could be very debilitating. 
And there have been many instances where endometriosis affects the person's work, their performance. It affects their home lifestyles as well because relationships can end because of this pain because sometimes you don't understand the level of pain that somebody is going through. While the theories of endometriosis aren't 100% recognized, it can be managed and to an extent it can be treated. So if you're having problems, don't feel you're alone and that it cannot be treated because it can be managed with medications and alternate therapies and just understanding the condition and you can have a better lifestyle after it's treated. Thank you very much. How can someone get in contact with your office? Oh, okay. So I work at Southern Medical and you can call me by direct numbers are 290-1249. And my assistant, Natalie, it's 3947528. On behalf of everyone listening, thank you again, doctor. You're welcome.